Yes, uh, certainly some bad news uh, after it's, uh, we have to confirm the uh, end of the season for Sam Byram. Um, doesn't look also great for uh, Owen Hernandez. He had already a surgery on his knee uh, to do an operation on his uh, meniscus and uh, he will be out for uh, at least ten, uh, eight, eight weeks. That's at least the prognosis and, uh, at this moment and we have to wait a bit how it develops but um, pretty sure that he will be out at least um, for, for eight weeks. So that means yeah, perhaps for the last three weeks or whatever for the season he could be, could be back but we have to wait how it develops and then also after uh, being out for, for two months also not that easy to be back, back in shape. It's also like um, anyhow strange when you think about how all this happened yeah, he missed already three months in the beginning of the season because he slipped down the stairs it's the same injury anyhow and, and right now you will miss another two months so it's more like yeah seems a bit up our, our season and in terms of injuries if I'm, uh, if I'm honest but um, yeah we can't change it. it it is like it is and also Christoph Zimmerman is not available for tomorrow so um, is um, with his muscle strain, so it's, the situation is improving. I hope to have him back at least for the cup game at Tottenham, but certainly not for tomorrow. Tim closer, how's he doing? Yes, he's doing his, his rehab, is still doing some individual work, so not too far away from returning back to team training. I hope pretty soon we can integrate him at least in, in parts and pieces of the of the team training. But yeah, he's also out since uh, I think six and a half months. Meanwhile, or nearly six and a half months, you also have to be a bit bit careful. But it it looks good. So it's uh, he re has returned back uh, on the pitch earlier than expected because we also had fears that he wouldn't be able to return at all uh, during the season. So uh, it's 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 good for the mood also in the dressing room that he's back in the dressing room and hopefully he can also join us as quick as possible in team training. Then we have to wait after being out that long how quick he's really then back in the mix and back in the contention but it's at least good to have uh, Tim around. I wasn't expecting you to, you seem very uh, a bit down about the injury sort of situation, do you think that's what this season you'll remember, not most but certainly one of the defining features mm. of this season? No. In, in general, we never were searching for any excuses or complaints about this. And it's um, always concentrate on the players that are available and, and we have to find uh, we have to find solutions. Yeah? Of course, it's you always have to be also a bit, bit realistic. Yeah? As a side who was not able to, to bring for an unbelievable amount of money players in, then yeah, you also need, uh, need a bit of luck in terms of injuries that not so many key players are injured uh, anyhow. And injuries you have to handle. Each and every club has to have... Uh, to handle a difficult situation during a season. Just like uh, the feeling is like uh, we were hit a lot, uh, if I'm honest. So we had to have a situation right now. Uh, tomorrow will be for us a 28th game and we had exactly in two, uh, in two games um, three fit centre-backs available in two games and was a clean sheet win against Bournemouth and a fantastic performance against Liverpool. I think it's also no coincidence. Um, it's When you play on the, uh, in the best league in the world and um, it's anyhow then you, you are struggling, especially in one area that that much um, it's of course then difficult that, but um, it's it's not we can we can 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 take this away and say no listen we still have to be unbelievable solid and have to finish each and every game with with clean sheets we looked for example uh, unbelievable solid in the in the recent weeks and then 
yeah, when uh, we had this uh, two injuries of Sam Byron, Christoph Zimmerman, yeah, it didn't help us that much at, at Wolverhampton. That's also also uh, quite uh, quite uh, normal, and we were pretty self-critical, and I think we had to be pretty self-critical uh, after this game. But uh, we also have to keep in mind, yeah, two players were on the pitch who didn't uh, feature that much uh, during the the last ten games, and we need to have again to change in the in the in the back four. This didn't help that much, so um, it's. I think it's it's quite important um, not to search for any excuses or to make complaints about fate or whatever. You can't. Uh, you just have to concentrate on things that you can influence. And uh, what we can influence is to back the players that are available. Yeah. On the other side, it's also like not to expect miracles anyhow when, when we are in such a difficult situation. Um, that's what we uh, what we have to to find the the balance. So it's not like um, I expect a player to to be bad there um, after after he was. 10 weeks not on the pitch and then uh, that he saves the world alone and, and wins the game all alone so that's that's not possible not not on this level and it's of course a bit, uh, a bit tricky then to find some solutions but um, yeah that's what we have to and one of the players that you spoke about uh, at length last week was Emiliano Buendia of course uh, it got a bit, various different reactions from, mm. from fans I don't know if you know if you if you heard about this at all mm. but um, were you expecting it to get such a such a reaction some of the fans may be thinking that you were having a go at him, which I don't think you were, but that was sort of the, mm. the, the way it was perceived by some. Mm. No, in general. So it really it, it it doesn't matter for me. So it's it's quite important to to be always uh, always honest and always straight uh, straightforward. And uh, I think in, in my comments, I would say ninety five percent I just praised uh, Emi and I want to protect him a little bit because there were also some question why he's not uh, was not on the pitch or why he was um, uh, his performance not not that great. And I explained a bit how how his season develops and that he was struggling a bit after he was in fantastic in fantastic shape and. Uh, in December and also also in January, uh, that sadly he had this uh, injury and was out for two and a half weeks. And since this moment, he's struggling a bit to to come back in uh, to 100%. And that's the reason he was not playing each each and every minute. And I think uh, it was more like to to protect. Uh, him a bit uh, why why he's not playing because it's quite normal for such a young player um, that there are ups and downs in this uh, in the season I'm totally happy with this season so far but I also spoke about a few topics uh, where he has to improve and I think that's also quite important yeah, because um, <laughs> It's it's important that we are also like our young players get lots of praise and they deserve it and we always back them we play them that's quite important but it's also important that we are honest uh, and speak about also about the topics where we want to work, uh, develop them yeah for example uh, with Emmy we I spoke a bit about like uh, he has to add uh, also a few goals and also in this tactical discipline we want to work on this I think that's quite normal yeah, because uh, they get so much praise it's also quite quite important to to make sure okay there are a few topics where we have to improve uh, it's also the same yeah, for Todd Cantwell the same for Max Owens the same for Ben Godfrey um, in the moment uh, when I'm as a head coach I'm not allowed to, to speak in an honest way about a player uh, how he has to improve that's the moment I will retire from this uh, from this uh, from this job because uh, when just about like okay we are, always have to protect and you have to praise them and um, although they're just 20 or 21 or 22 yeah yes already a fantastic point average at uh, FIFA football manager or whatever and then when it just <laughs> about the this posh things and uh, that's not my football anymore so I'm here in order to, to develop a team I'm here in order to develop a player and when I got the feeling so we also have to th think speak about the things that he has to improve 
proof I will definitely do this and um, that's uh, I think quite normal so uh, it has nothing to do that uh, Emmy is out of favor not at all so I praised him I would say 95% of, of my comments and I explained a bit also why I have to protect him uh, when he's not there with 100% performance at the moment why he can't then be there on the on the pitch because there are still a few topics where he has to improve but um, I think everyone also in this room knows how much how much uh, I like Amy, how much I backed him always, how much I played him and also defended him when he was some sometimes there was mistakes. I think there were incidents and last last season with red cards and he was criticized a lot. I tried to protect him. There were uh, incidents when yeah sometimes he didn't show a great reaction after loss of the ball. I protect him and said, listen, he's a young player. He's from South America, different mentality and needs to adapt. And uh, I'm always uh, always there for my players and I will always protect them and. Uh, they are always in my, not only in my head, but also in my in my heart. So at the moment when I lose a lot a love to my player, so that's the moment when I'm not good anymore in my in my job. But there are also a few times when I have to be a bit more strict and speak about the things where they have to improve. And uh, I think that's also quite crucial for the development. And uh, I think the developing of, of our young players uh, in the recent weeks and recent months, it's uh, probably... Yeah, sometimes um, uh, to get lots of love, but sometimes also to, to accept some hard love is, is the right way in order to find the good balance and order to develop them. I think we are definitely on the right path in, uh, in, this, mo uh, in this topic. Uh, obviously, Leicester are coming to Carrow Road tomorrow. I know you're going to say that you know they're a good side, which they are, they're playing some good football, but ultimately they only won one game in the last six in the Premier League and they, they have had a little bit of a, a stutter from the, the good maybe opening four or five months that they had so they haven't managed to pick up results recently so mm. I'm not expecting <coughs> to say yes they're going to be bad but mm. the fact is it is a it is potentially a good opportunity to Yes, but we also have just one win out of our last six, so it doesn't mean that we are the favourites. So they are in position three in the league. I think that's also the third best uh, away record, and uh, they have a fantastic team without any doubt. We don't have to speak about the, the quality of the players, the quality of Ben Rogers, quality of the club. So without any doubt, they have great chances. In the beginning of the season, they were still fighting for the title anyhow, but uh, right now I would say, no, the title is, is done, so Liverpool will win the title without any doubt. But they still have all chances to, to finish as a runner-up or at least in the, in the Champions League ranks. And we're playing in the best league in the world. And this is definitely one of the best teams uh, in the best league in the world. So that means also in general one of the best teams in the world. And uh, for that we are pretty, pretty respectful. It's also a sign of how close uh, the, the league is that even this side is not uh, able uh, to win um, each and every game. And even in the first leg uh, we uh, were able to, to, to get a draw even at Leicester. That says a lot that... Uh, on a good day, each and every uh, team in, uh, in this league can win points against each and every uh, other team, even against the best teams. And that's definitely also uh, also the plan for for tomorrow. So we are respectful. We know that we are not the favorite, but um, we also know that we have a chance when we are good in, in our topics. And for that, I'm much more focused on on uh, my team uh, at the moment and not so much on Leicester because uh, they are a good, really good side anyway. Um, and Leicester, when they were when they came up from the championship, they had a season, I don't know if you remember it, where they were a bit like, a bit in similar situation to Norwich, mm. a few games to go and everyone said, oh, you know, it's finished, but they managed obviously to not only survive and then have a very good season the following season. Is there maybe something, a bit of that, that you look at and go, well, they did it, we can do it? Yes, and I think in the summer then the coach was sacked, was it right? 
You have to be a bit careful then, probably. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, Jupiter said that says a lot that everything everything is possible. There are a few a few examples, and it was a great one. And so I definitely can remember it. And uh, everyone was writing them off in uh, this uh, this uh, this moment. And then I think that seven wins out of the last ten, and uh, was fantastic. And this says a lot that that everything is possible in football. But if I'm honest, so uh, we were not on our top level in the last game, and for that I think we don't have to speak right now. We we win seven out of the next 10 games or something uh, something like that uh, like that so it's it's more important that we are focused on uh, on to be back at the top of our game because we had fantastic uh, last games uh, before uh, before Wolverhampton but in the Wolverhampton there were also a few topics when we were not uh, not top class and uh, this is more like the topic okay I want us to be uh, to be back on our top level because um, we we can't judge our players and our situation just with okay if, if we relegate it's a disaster if we stay in this league it's a it's a big success so for us it's it's quite important that we judge uh, our players in a realistic way and what i want is that we always um, leave our heart out on the pitch that we always work that we show great great unity great spirit that we show also uh, tactical uh, smart smart behavior and that we are uh, in the top of our game and um, that that everyone can say listen they tried everything and uh, they gave gave everything and that's quite uh, quite important and I got the feeling so in terms of body tension and, and body language we were not in the top of, of our game in the, in the last game at Wolves uh, like I mentioned, so it didn't help that we also had to handle a few injuries, but we were still pretty self-critical with us and said, okay, listen, in, in this topic, we, we need to be back on our top level because all the other games before, um, Liverpool top performance, therefore we were there with a great win at Burnley top performance, therefore we were there with a um, clean clean sheet, uh, it was after the Burnley game, clean sheet at Newcastle, top performance, therefore we had a top performance against uh, against Tottenham, therefore we had a clean sheet win against uh, Bournemouth, top performance. So that that says when, when we are good in our topics, um, then we have a chance in each and every game, but I got the feeling so we were not on top of our game at Wolverhampton and for that I don't want to speak too much about okay we need this point or we are capable to win 7 out of 10, we have to make sure that we are on the top of our game. Uh, then we have a chance against Leicester. If you're if you're not on the top of our game, no chance against this top class side. And the game tomorrow sees the return of um, quite a popular player who was here. I know I'm sure you saw him in the game at Leicester, but he he's going to obviously be returning to a pitch or a stadium where he was very very popular. And I, I expect um, I'm sure you do as well a, a very good reception for James Mills. Yes, and well deserved that he um, has such a reputation. It was that popular, and I think he still is popular because um, he had a fantastic, uh, fantastic developing here, and in, in, um, which was crucial, crucial for us. But also his behavior was always, uh, always top class, and uh, also for such a young player, always uh, he he was humble and always showed his pride to to wear this yellow shirt and his pride to um, to work for this club. And um, yeah, uh, we don't have to speak about the qualities about of of James Madison because. Um, He's a top-class player, and one one percent he will be a play important role also for the three lines. I'm I'm pretty sure because he has uh, so many skills and so many qualities. I would prefer to see him tomorrow in a yellow shirt, but uh, sadly we have to accept that he returns back with a with a opponent, and it's also a crucial topic to uh, to control him in the game in order to in order to stop uh, the offensive play of of Leicester, and it will be difficult uh, to to manage this. But this is also one of our topics, so it's also always great. Um, yeah, to 
to see James back because I love this guy. Uh, but um, one thing is also for sure, the, from the first to the last second, um, we're not trying to give him a warm reception. It's more like we, we want to make his life as, as difficult as possible. But uh, before the game and then also after the game, it's always a great pleasure to see him because he's a great player, a great character. And it's uh, yeah, really uh, great great to see uh, James back at Carroll Road. And just lastly, I don't know if you're aware of this, but the Premier League have announced they're going to be uh, launching a Hall of Fame. So we were just wondering if you might have any idea. You don't have to name 11, but just a couple of players that you you might, over the years, have, would be in your Premier League Hall of Fame. Oh, there are two, uh, definitely, definitely too many. Um, yeah, also, also in terms of terms of coaches. Uh, Probably as a German coach, I have to say, in the Hall of Fame, Geoff Hurst or something, something like this. Also, that was a crucial goal. Um, yeah, there are too many good players. So I think my players uh, and also my, myself, I have to work a lot and spend lots of workload on the training pitch and also with the team still we are able to reach a, a Hall of Fame. So hopefully one day uh, we can discuss about this. Um, this topic is more like for the for the um, at the moment really top top players and also like for the top coaches. I have to make sure that my players hopefully will develop one day uh, into this Hall of Fame. Okay, thank you. Good. Just, um, on Madison, it just strikes me that I remember he did some media before the first game and he said what a, a major career influence you were on him but he also said that you were very hard on him and, and put a lot of demands on him and, and, and at the start he couldn't quite understand why you were being so hard on him but looking back now he could see how, how important that was. Can you see the parallel with when, not just me, but those younger players that you are being the way you are? Because obviously you can see their potential, see they have talent, but that they have to work at it. And James is a perfect example of that. Yes, and I can remember the scenes in the, the during our first preseason when we do some running stuff, and he was uh, lying there on the on the pitch with cramps, and he didn't want to stop, and I had to tell him no, try to go for the on anyhow. So sometimes you have to do this, but it, it's not like in the, in the way to punish a player. Also, like you have to work a lot on his tactical behavior and and uh, several things, and it's quite important because we, we are living meanwhile in the society and also in the football business where the young players are praised that much and that early. Yeah, after one uh, good uh, good game, then it's quite often uh, he, uh, it's more like he has created an unbelievable value and he's already a quality player so quality is just defined over performance over a long term period and uh, for that it's, it's quite important that as a young player you need the backing of your coach and uh, also like the support uh, of your coach and um, I tell you what so I don't know any coach uh, in, in, in the whole world who would say, no, I don't believe in young players. We, each and every coach, coach will tell you, yeah, we believe, so it's our future and we back them. But the most important thing is that you're not scared to play them and that you're not scared to play them perhaps even ahead of, of, of some big names and this is more like the most important sign that the clo uh, club uh, that the coach believes in you and, 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 and backs you and, and gives you lots of support. Um, but then also on the other hand, uh, to be to be strict with them, to to make sure, okay, you will just develop uh, if you if you are willing to to train hard, if you stay humble, uh, if you work there on each each and every day, because the best players uh, in the world, it's not about posing or about um, about something like this. It's more like they let uh, the teammates shine, and this is also like what young players have have to learn. It's not just all about them, so it's it's all about the team and all about um, to make. 
make sure that the team is successful and then within this setup they can also shine and uh, I think it's quite important that we that we work uh, on this topic with a good balance uh, to give them of course support and and love whenever they need this but sometimes also like sometimes they need a bit of strict hand and you need uh, to have um, all qualities of the coach in order to uh, develop young players. In terms of tomorrow's game and, and your 11 and also the approach how much are you leaning on the game at Leicester because you were very good that day and probably could have come away with a win uh, in terms of how you played and the chances you created. Is that really at the forefront of your mind tomorrow? Yes, so we were uh, good in, in uh, many, many topics because it was important to, to have many periods when we, we, we were in possession that we bypassed the pressing, although Leicester is quite good in their pressing. I think this uh, topic that we are brave and also capable to, to bypass their pressing, um, it was also unbelievably important yeah, because they always um, are strong in the center. They like to overload the center. They have quality players who can play the finishing pass in the center, uh, that we are pretty, pretty compact in the center, that we uh, that we are good, especially in this topics, to take the key players of them also a bit out of uh, out of the game and that we are unbelievably solid and compact we were quite quite good in this topics uh, in the first game I would say we were especially in the first half pretty close also more like to 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 win this game um, and um, yeah I expect a bit different different uh, different game also from the technical approach because um, Leicester Place meanwhile a bit slightly slightly different also to to this period, but the key topics are quite quite similar. And for that, um, I think we have to be good in, in quite similar topics. Uh, that's definitely for sure. And talking of one of those, as you say, being compact in those central areas, um, you've been very uh, keen to keep Alex and Kenny McLean together. But mm. given the situation you're in, and you do need to you know win a game of football, you need to score goals, obviously as well. Mm. Is that a difficult balance for you now that on the one side you do need to have that solidity, um, but you know Mario Vrancic, for example, you know you mm. know what he brings you in terms of the mm. creative elements of that mm. central part of the pitch. Mm. How, how difficult is that a balance for you? It's always difficult, especially when the when the players are performing on the uh, on the training pitch, and of course everyone has a bit in the in the set. What uh, players like like Mario or Moritz Leitner, for example, uh, who is also not that much involved in the recent recent week. I think he was just in the in the starting lineup at Preston in the in the, in the cup game. Um, or Tom, for example, what these kind of players, uh, Markus Diepermann was fantastic, especially in the last season. You always have this, of course, uh, of course, in your mind, and when they're performing like they did uh, in the last weeks on the training pitch it's always difficult because you're always tempted to to uh, to bring them in but it's always like to to um find the right the right balance in each and every game which balance do we do we need and uh, it's also like on this level it's sometimes tricky for us because we can't dominate possession that much like we did in the in the last season for example and then you could could use the genius of these players so sometimes on this level let's be honest especially when we play sides like like Liverpool or for example less that's also important that we have solidity and that we have physical strength also in the in the in the in the in the in the middle of the park and that's also quite important and we have also proved a bit when we are a bit too soft sometimes in the in the in the central area of the of the pitch and we have problems and then we concede see many goals and in general our, I would label our our last weeks as much more solid and especially in terms of defending we had um, for example two clean sheets against Bournemouth, against Newcastle, uh, it's it's always a basement situation in order to be successful in football in comparison yeah, to to the first part of the season where we 
get lots of praise when we were brave and we were able to keep possession. We still are able to, to, to keep possession and also uh, dominate in many, many games. Possession, but it's also good to have a, to have a good balance. And we always have many, many um, players on the pitch who can uh, be there with a, with a moment of magic and can create something. And many, many offensive players, perhaps even more offensive players on the pitch and uh, yeah, other teams in, in our situation in the relegation battle have. But uh, just with 11 uh, number 10s on the pitch, it's, it's not possible. To, for us to win a football game on this, uh, on this, um, uh, on this level, and um, for that we always need to to find a good balance. That's uh, definitely always always a demanding task uh, because you're always tempted to bring such quality players in, um, but also like uh, to to get the balance of the team right. Uh, final one for me. Talking of number tens, how would you assess Andre Duda now? He was very good, obviously, that opening day against Bournemouth, but much like the team, they found it a little harder to you know mm. have that clinical edge at the, in the final third. Mm. But how do you assess? I'm totally happy with uh, with Andre. I know that, for example, in the last game he was not on the on the best uh, on the top level on, of uh, of his game. But if you're honest, so we were not at the, as a team, and in general he had a great great influence. So he in each of the game uh, he covered the highest distance of all players. Unbelievable workload. So even if you don't realize it, but he's more like on the on the level. So no other player in the, in the uh, more or less in the Premier League is, is able to cover 13 km like like he did, and more or less each and every game. And there's a bit the rumors uh, because he plays like a number 10, yeah, that his workload uh, was a bit the rumor in Germany is, is not great. So he proves here each and every game day. There's probably no other no other player on Premier League level, or at least um, not many more who cover more distance than than he uh, than he did in, in all the games. And also his impact, yeah, to to find a magic pass. So he was crucial, for example, in, at Bournemouth where he scored more or less a goal, and and then. There was a great yeah, save, certainly not of the goalkeeper, but of the defender, and, and he forced a red card. And the penalty was the situation. Um, he was crucial for um, for our penalty, also in the uh, in the away game. Um, then in the uh, in the game after, also with a with a uh, with a clinical pass. Yeah, in the last uh, in the last game at Wolves, I was not. Uh, wasn't 100% happy with his influence and, and um, it's also important then, uh, when you play in this world to, to add end products and this perhaps a bit like yeah it would be great if he opens his account right uh, pretty soon and also to have more assists so to be there with two assists so far is, is not bad so I didn't expect him to, to, to be here and already to rule all statistics on Premier League level I think uh, he's, he showed great character so far great uh, great mentality. I'm, I'm pleased with him, but uh, there is still more to come yeah, because I know how genius he can also be in, in order to to add more goals and and uh, also more assists. And yeah, hopefully we'll show this uh, also in the next weeks. On a similar theme, you haven't scored from open play since January the first, I believe. Has it come to the point in the season where the position you are, you're just going to have to go for it, be, be more attacking? I think we are always uh, unbelievable checking, but in football, many many topics are uh, are connected um, with each other. So it's more like we had to also to make to make sure that we were unbelievable defensively uh, solid, uh, because we conceded definitely too many too many goals in the in the beginning of the uh, of the season. And of course, when you when you then um, choose. Not to sit back or to to play a bit deeper, but more like to get the balance within the starting eleven a bit more uh, more slightly different. That you have perhaps even a bit more solidity against the ball, also on the pitch. Then of course you're not that wild in in, in order to create creations. But I think it was was important to get more solidity um, into uh, into this game. And one problem is is also like when you have to change in, in the. 
in the back four a lot. Uh, it's also like you don't feel 100% comfortable in your in, in your possession because you have to be so much concentrated in order to, to work pretty solid and disciplined against the ball. Uh, when you always have to change on, on, on key, uh, key roles, then it also doesn't help you that much in, in offensive terms. And But I think uh, we had many, many games where we created uh, unbelievable amount of chances. Yeah? When I think, for example, um, the Newcastle game yeah, was more or less like uh, unbelievable how many chances how many chances we, we missed or against Bournemouth. Yeah? We uh, won this game 1-0, but actually we should have scored um, three or four goals. That we are not able to create an unbelievable amount of chances against Liverpool. I think that's quite normal. We had a two against one situation on the goalkeeper, and this moment you have to score against against Liverpool. And I also got the feeling, yeah, against Wolves we were not top in in order to create enough against them. Uh, but uh, if we're honest, it was a forced clean sheet for for uh, Wolves uh, in the last four games. So also other uh, teams have problems to create chances uh, against them. So it's not like in this moment you you can't lose the nerves and say, okay, listen, uh, the last two games uh, we didn't score or we had a few problems right now. Uh, right now you uh, you play without a back four, so you just have eleven number tens on the pitch. It's it's more like to to go for the on with the solidity, but to work on these little details in the in the in the offense in order to uh, to to get this cutting edge. It's more like it's 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 a tough work because you can't press the button and say right now, okay, we lose our nerves and right now uh, we are we are trying to overrun uh, all of the of uh, of the other teams. So it's more like. To work on the details in order to um, um, uh, to be better, and yeah, uh, one thing is definitely to to be also a bit more effective in, in using the chances because, especially since since January, we had also so many games where we missed unbelievable amount uh, of chances, but also like unbelievable chance in terms of one against one on the goalkeeper. Uh, I think we definitely need to to add this effectiveness to our game. Yes. Have you ever been tempted therefore to to park the bus, try and win amply, because you've stuck to the principle? Well, I, I always want my my players to be to be solid, and uh, also when we have to defend, we defend. Uh, that's quite normal. So um, I think the the game at Leicester was also proof. So we were pretty pretty dominant in the first half, and the second half there were also many periods when we had to sit deep and had to be solid. Or the Liverpool game, uh, it was not like we were dominating possession with 80% and and created one chance after another. So we also had many periods where we had to be solid. So. I think it's always to be there with a uh, with a good balance. So in the periods where we have to be solid and have to sit a bit deeper and have to defend, we have already proved that we are capable to do this. Um, just doesn't help when you always have so many changes uh, because of injuries and the uh, uh, more like in the back four and also like in the holding midfielder position. Uh, but then also to to have periods uh, when we are brave, when we play our style, when we uh, attack because. Uh, just um, 11 uh, draws from now on will, won't uh, help us to secure the uh, to, uh, to be allowed to stay in this league. So 11 stalemates with null null. So it's are not enough. We also need to win uh, win games, and for that, I think we need to need to good balance uh, without losing our nerves. The things you said about any Wendy earlier, but they, they sounded perfectly sensible, and I don't disagree with any of them. But he, he has created more chances than virtually anybody. In the Premier League, Kevin De Bruyne and Alexander Arnold, I believe, all than James Madison. So it seems, it does seem strange that he, I mean, you explained it, but he is an attacking option. He's up there with the best of them. He's, he's a fantastic attacking option. Yeah. I love, I, I love Emmy Bourdieu. There's no, uh, no questions. Uh, but it's also like, I'm. 
the most important thing is that you are successful as a, as a team and there are fantastic individual statistics um, with key passes or something something like this uh, I mentioned also uh, last time there is also a statistic here yeah, that uh, the point average when he was in the starting lineup is the worst of all our offensive players so these are just facts so for me that doesn't mean that he's our worst offensive player uh, but also not like he's there with many key passes. He's the uh, only player who always have to be on the team sheet. So there are topics in this game that are top, top class and make the difference. There are topics in this game where he has to uh, has to improve. And uh, that's quite normal. He's he's a young player, but we, we can't expect. Yeah, just because, like I mentioned before, so just he, because he has a wonderful point average on the FIFA football manager or someone found a statistic where he's, he's top class, that doesn't mean so he just um, can do what, whatever he wants on the pitch and he's always uh, always on the team sheet yeah it's more like we have to be successful as a uh, as a team and no player and no player is uh, it's just on the team sheet because he's a uh, top class on statistics so <laughs> I give you a statistic uh, about uh, the best championship defenders in terms of in terms of tackles uh, last last uh, summer many agents sent me uh, profiles of the uh, best defenders in the uh, in the uh, in the championship because uh, of their um, of their average of tackles and average of of uh, defending situations and average of clearances you know where this player played for both something like this so for for all the for all the teams that are relegated so statistics are important in football and and we we can use them uh, quite often but uh, let's make sure that we're not too addicted to this because the players with the most tackles anyhow uh, quite often and also they bring themselves in situation when they have to tackle um, it doesn't mean that uh, they are poor players anyhow but um, uh, it's it's sometimes you have to be careful just to take one statistic and say this is proof this is the best player in the world Emmy is a fantastic player and I love his capability to assist I love his capability uh, to keep passes and hopefully one day he will be on the uh, on the level like uh, like Messi but like James Madison in this in this beginnings yeah, like Todd Cantwell at the moment like Max Evans like Ben Godfrey he still has uh, has to work and, and to improve I'm totally sure that uh, Emmy will do because uh, he also showed a great reaction in the the, uh, in the beginning of the season. Yeah, it was also a period when he was on the bench, and then he came back at his best period uh, during the whole uh, Premier League campaign so far. And I'm pretty sure that he's also capable, yeah, because he's also a humble guy and he always, of course, emotional. He always wants to play, but he also um, knows exactly what what he has to do in order in order to to improve. And I'm pretty sure that he will prove this uh, also during his whole career. Just a couple of really quick ones, Daniel. Uh, in terms of moving forward with Emmy, have you seen the reaction you have wanted from him in the last week? Don't want to uh, speak too much about uh, the game tomorrow. Don't to, to give any uh, any signs. I've watched him uh, on the training pitch in the last uh, in the last days, and um, yes, I've watched him. Okay. And, and just on the the, the chances and not, not being able to take take them or struggling to. How, how do you deal that during the week? Do you go through extra drills? Because I imagine all those players kind of know how to how to finish a chance in certain situations. Mm. Do, you, do you make tactical tweaks? How as a head coach do you actually deal with that situation and improve it? Yes, you have to work on, on all topics. So definitely to, to bring them in the situations when they face 
them also like in in the game. That's that's quite important also to to work on the individual details. Uh, sometimes even on the technical hint or something something like this. So it's really like a a tactical um, approach, a technical approach. But also we speak about mentality and and also the soft skills. I think they are also quite uh, quite important. Um, yeah, sadly you can't um, you can't. Um, copy exactly a situation when you have to score in front of 70,000 or at Carroll Road in front of 30,000. It's, it's quite diff difficult, different yeah, when you do this here in a, in a windy uh, corner on the training pitch or if you have to do this in the pressure of the game, okay, against perhaps Virgil van Dijk next to you and then 30,000 are roaring. So it's 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 a different situation, but um, we speak also about a lot about the mentality and the, the, the mental preparation that, that you need to have. I'm a big believer that you also need to be unbelievable switch on also in your mind in order to, to To use them the chances and when you speak to the to the best finishers in the world it's also like you they will speak about okay why i visualize also like what i have to do in front of the goal and about this topics we also speak a lot and work uh, a lot on this and yeah then sometimes you just need a goal and uh, then you can't explain why you score then in all the other games so football is sometimes also a bit unpredictable